Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. NFL season is back. 15 games in the book for week one. One more to go. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Nothing better than overreacting to week one. In the NFL. Oh, it's the kind of thing that really burns Key. Key does not like the overreactions of the media and the fans. And yet, we live on it. It's mother's milk to the rest of us. And we want to hear from you on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at Key, Jay, and Max on Twitter. And the call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. All right. Jay, why don't you set it off with an overreaction, see if we get Key going. Week one overreaction. Overreaction Monday. Calamari's going to win MVP with the air rate system. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Cliff Kingsbury comes back. He's gonna you can't poo-poo my overreaction Monday statement, Alan Yates. Yeah, there we go. Hype me up. Look, man. I mean, oh, boy, th- let the stats speak for itself. I'm, I'm trying to tell people, you may not like the system, but are you not entertained? This will be the most entertaining style of football we will see. And if Kyler Murray can stay healthy, I think he could win MVP. With options like DeAndre Hopkins, the way he played, with Christian Kirk, the way he caught two TDs the other day, with what their defense looks like. AJ I mean, AJ Green had a quiet day. But look, Kyle Murray, the way he can move around the pocket, the way he can get out, the yards he can gain for, key, it, it, it's set up for him to have an explosive season in that division. I know it will be tough, but he has all the weapons to make it happen. I wouldn't necessarily call it an overreaction. It's the okay. reality of the way he played against the Tennessee defense. No, that's uh, true. You see how I threw that in there? You see how I slid that in there? You don't have to give me him to roll your eyes when you said it, though. Tennessee defense. But you talk about overreaction. The AFC South, okay? You talk about an overreaction. The Houston Texans are going to win the damn division. They're going to win the division with Tyrod Taylor, a throwaway quarterback by the Buffalo Bills, the Cleveland Browns, and now uh, the Chargers. And now he's leading the charge in Houston with Mark Ingram. Where are you on Tyrod Taylor? I I'm I mean, him. I've always liked him. I've always liked him, but he's never gotten a real fair shot. I want to get into branding for a second. People always want to go and get somebody yeah. when they get a tie rod. Right. I want. I want to get into branding just for a second before I get to my overreaction because that brings up an interesting point. You'll talk about brands. They didn't beat LSU. They beat the LSU brand. That's real. And in the NFL, there's so many players, so much to pay attention to. We get a lot of our kind of opinions through the way we brand in our own head. So I think like Fitzpatrick. He's a backup who's sometimes a starter, you know, whatever. Yeah, that, that, I think of stop key. Right. I think of Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> What's Teddy Bridgewater? And in, in, under other circumstances, his brand would be different. He wouldn't be seen as journeyman. He might be franchise quarterback. What's Tyrod Taylor's reality? We know the brand is not quite. It hasn't worked. What's the reality on Tyrod Taylor? My reality for him was if he got a fair shot several years ago, and if he'd have stayed in Buffalo, I think he would have been – something special but because special. a special well, quarterback not special in the sense that we're talking about the top five guys in the league but special in terms of being able to get his team make deep runs remember a he franchise said, guy remember what they did they put peterman in against the Chargers, yeah. and he threw five interceptions they just didn't like tyrod taylor right. for some reason they didn't like him so they moved on then he got his him. lung punctured then by the doctor that's <laughs> bad luck then then cleveland he goes to cleveland they draft baker mayfield he gets hurt. Baker Mayfield takes over. He's run out of Cleveland. 
He goes to the Chargers, much like you mentioned, all of a sudden there's a needle in the lung. They remove the needle in the lung. They, Justin Herbert is born. Now he goes to Houston, and in the situation in Houston is Deshaun Watson will never take another snap. So now this is his opportunity. To make to, it his team. To make it his team. And the reason is there's a young guy behind him in, in, in David Mills from Stanford, and then there's another, there's another quarterback who's like third who can't think of his name right now, but no threat to him. There's, there's nothing. So if he can get this team to win this division and on the road, he may have a four- to five-year window That's still the in significance Houston. of the overreaction. If the Texans can win this division, oh Tyrod Taylor su- is suddenly a did franchise Indians, quarterback, did, did maybe. Indianapolis, and I know well, they played the Jacksonville Jaguars, but did the Indianapolis coach scare you? Did you see the Tennessee Titans? Did they make you go, no. oh, my God, Tennessee's no. getting ready to dominate no. the division? All right, Here, here's my overreaction. Ready for this? If Patrick Mahomes never plays another moment of football, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Never plays another moment of football. The man, how many seasons be in the league? Three years? <laughs> Three years in a game. I say he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, Super Bowl <laughs> champion, Super Bowl MVP, MVP. And miracle I can't disagree after miracle. with that. I can't disagree with it. I can't disagree with it. Patrick Mahomes a Hall of Famer if he never played another down of football key. No, because they longevity. It's the longevity side. Of it. I know. That's it's why over, it's an overreaction. It's an overreaction. I get it, but it's the longevity. But you know, if he, if you told me if this was his ninth season, yeah, then it would be yeah, of course. But now we're talking about his fourth year. Yep. So it's like, eh, I can't just say, I can't say hey. that out of respect for all those dudes ahead of him that's gone into the Hall of Fame with that longevity. But how about the way he's changed the way we see the quarterback position to a degree, right? Like just the passes he's able to throw. Like, and I, I hear what you're saying, longevity. Yeah, but he's he, sexy. There's he's no changed question the about trajectory it. of how you see the quarterback. You know, you know one, one way that people talk about the Hall of Fame, they'll say, try to tell the story of an era in football. Yeah. If, you can, if you can't leave that dude out, you got to say he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know how we talk about the last, I know it's not a lot of time to say three seasons, but you can't talk about these three years of the NFL without Mahomes. Yeah, but that story needs to be another six. I say like, okay, I say like, Maybe one more. The, the dude went MVP, a pre-snap penalty away from going to the Super Bowl, followed by winning the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl and Super Bowl MVP, followed by getting back to the Super Bowl, and they got killed. But he was spectacular with no protection. Yeah, it, 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 it is certainly an overreaction. But in real life, in realistic life, is no way that that would happen. If, if he would, like I said, give him – if he had nine years on his resume. If he had nine years like this, you got to be bigger than the Hall of Fame. Because the longevity side, they're going to punish him because he didn't play long enough. Right? I mean, that's just yeah. that's what they're going to do. Let's get some fans overreactions. James in Delaware, what's your week one overreaction? Hello, gentlemen. Good morning. I just wanted to uh, talk about the Eagles and how mm. they just looked very good. I know it was oh, against God, Atlanta. Atlanta seems to look the same as they always have been on defense. But Jalen Hurts looked very well. The defense looked very good. And I was wondering your guys' thoughts on maybe them making a run to maybe even win the division and possibly make winning a home playoff game if they been trying the to tell people they're live i pick them last but they're live it's the nfc's i mean uh, you, you, it's like anything you grow jalen hurts got the ability to grow along with Devonte smith and some of those young guys and you just never know like max said it's the it's the uh, nfc east dallas cowboys i like i didn't i don't necessarily like the giants what they showed me 
I'm not in love with the Washington football team, but I think Dallas, what they were able to do against the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday night, gives me hope that they're going to grow with Dan Quinn and they're going to grow uh, on that defense and they're going to be better for that loss in Tampa. And then clearly Philadelphia, as Jalen Hurts continues to just grow, get more comfortable playing the position, they'll get a better understanding of how to coach because the coaches are young. Yeah. And this is their first time really doing it. You know, you look up six, seven games from now, it'll be a different team. Jay, the, Jay there's a guy, Ruben Frank covers the Eagles. Jalen Hurts now has three games with 250 passing yards and 60 rushing yards. He tweeted out yesterday, only six players in NFL history have more in their career, right? Three or more in their career. Cam, Russell Wilson, Randall, Vic, Steve Young, Donovan McNabb, Hurts, Gannon, and and Kyler Murray now is pretty it's, good. He just, I mean, look, they saw a lot of RPOs, right? Reads in the backfield. I mean, he keeps the defense on his heels because his ability to run. He's just a special dynamic player. Now, look, I'm not taking anything away from winning on the road. Winning on the road yeah, is it's always hard. Yeah. But let's remember what this Falcons team was it last year. Doesn't matter though. I, I, I hear you though, Key. But like, I still want to see more from Jalen Hurts and this young team in order to say, hey, they're that's why I said, to win the division. That's why like, I said seven weeks from now we'll know. Week one certainly isn't overreaction, but it's hard to win in the NFL whether you win one game or two. Mac Jones just showed you that in New England. New England thought we're getting Tom Brady. We're just going to roll it out. Well, the Miami Dolphins wasn't going to fall for that. They went up there and they squeaked out of a W on the road. So whenever you get a chance to go into an environment in Atlanta, Jalen Hurts goes on a road. This is his first start as a starter, full-time start in the National Football League, and he You know wins. what I love about his performance, and we got to pay some bills? No turn. He doesn't turn the ball over. He takes care you of the You win a football. lot of games when you don't turn the ball over. A lot of games. Let other guys make mistakes. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is brought to you by Goodyear. College football's back, and Goodyear knows the passion it takes to drive every game forward, whether your team's home or away. The traditions that bring us together are still the same. That's the road that moves us. Goodyear more driven. The MVP of the first quarter of last season is cooking up the same appetizer, guys, and we'll tell you if he can deliver the main course this time around. That's after Jay has this from DraftKings. Damn, guys. It's so good to see the teams back on the gridiron. Lucky for us, that was just week one. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, is putting you in the center of the action for week two. New customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit by signing up using code KJM. So get in on all the action right now. It's simple, guys. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel, that's right, feel the NFL action like never before with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use code KJM. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter code KJM to get a free shot at millions in total prizes with your first deposit. If you haven't heard me the past five times, that's code KJM. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Just incredible stuff. It's an amazing chemistry that they have. For us to be able to step up on the, on the deep ball, it was as perfect as you, as you could land. There's nothing we can't do, and so we got a lot of guys that can catch the football and make plays. Um, we can get better. That's a good thing. More Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Right, Mike Williams one-on-one left with St. Juice in coverage. That's where he's looking, that's where he's throwing. Mike Williams caught touchdown! Mike Williams and the big body in St. Juice never had a chance. DJ, you could have written a letter, stamped it, and sent it to Ron Rivera and told him that's where you were going, and there was nothing he could do about it. Justin Herbert picked up right where he left off. It's time for Key Observations, brought to you by GEICO. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to GEICO.com today. Number one. Justin Herbert. Will not have a sophomore slump. He will pick up exactly where he left off. You saw him last year, 4,100 yards in the air. Switch coaches didn't change his style at all. We watched him dial it up against the Washington football team. When you see guys that's this young heading on this trajectory, they wind up walking through those doors in Canton. I'm putting him in Canton (laughs) 10 years from now. Mm. I'm not arguing with you. What's Number two. Tennessee's defense. Tennessee's defense, for Vrabel, the head coach, to be a defensive mind, a guy who came, first of all, he played defense, came over from the Houston Texans after being their defensive coordinator, can't figure out how to stop a nosebleed in Tennessee. Yes, they ran up against Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, but so damn what? They never gave the offense an opportunity or a chance. They let Arizona go up and down the field as if they were playing tennis with one another. Yeah, you're not lying. Number three. Number three, Russell Wilson, week one MVP. Yes, I know. He did this last year. I get it. I understand it. But he shredded an Indianapolis Colts defense that played so well a year ago, was one of the top defenses in the NFL. He took advantage of them. Hey, go Hawks. That's all I can say. Number four. Number four, Jimmy G, San Francisco. Yes, he's safe. For one more week. Got another week. Just one more week. And I know it's crazy, Max, that we always look at Jimmy G as this quarterback that's going to lose his job week to week. But he played terrific in that game yesterday. I don't see where Trey Lance will be taking over anytime soon. Yes, he may mix it in here and there. But for the most part, as long as Jimmy G stays healthy, the San Francisco 49ers will continue to win football He's a good games. quarterback. Really good. Number five. And number five, Jameis Famous Amos Winston. This is why Sean Payton kept him around. This is why Sean Payton decided to go out and sign him. 
when he looked up in that division and Jameis Winston was throwing the ball to the other team 30-plus times and turning the football over week after week, but yet and still very productive on the offensive side of the ball. Remember, two years ago, he threw for 5,000 damn yards. But Sean Payton also knew that Jameis Winston, if I can keep him under control and not put him in harm's way, we're going to win a lot of football games. There was a lot of people that thought, even last year with him not really knowing the offense, that he gave them a better chance to win, better chance to win games in New Orleans if he would have become the starter than a Hall of Fame guy in Drew Brees. Excuse me. Let's back it up. Let's back that up a little bit. Did you hear what he just said, Jay? Yes, I heard. Let's back that up and repeat that, please, Key. There's people that felt last year that Jameis Winston could have given the Saints a better opportunity and chance to win than a Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees. We might have to start a new segment called Read Between the Lines, people. Read Between the Lines. Why is that shocking, though, Max? Because Jameis Winston, Key just said, 30 interceptions. Drew Brees, Mr. Accurate, right? But And Jameis, it was like, is he going to start again? But there were but people that was, internally that felt different. A lot different. Yeah, there a lot of people felt different, right? The, the thing is, it, it, and I tell these guys, you just start working with me, but I will tell the guys that was here, I say, one, one of the things that happens to players is that when, when something goes bad in their careers, people can't get it out their mind, right. whether it's on the field or off the field. And when you have collective issues like Jameis did off the field, and then you look at the things he did on the field, throwing the ball away, giving it to the other team, fumbling, and the coach said, I can win with anybody, that adds extra negativity on top of that. So you're like, I don't want to touch this guy. This guy's just a the he's main, bad off the field the, and on the field. Why would I want him Jay, in the Jay, the main reason I said back it up, the number one reason, is because I could understand if people said that after this preseason, Jameis. But we're talking about going back to last year. That's before he spent a whole season holding the clipboard for Drew Brees and studying under Sean Payton. But, before that happened, people don't, felt that. Don't you that. think it was like the best-kept secret for Sean Payton? No wonder he didn't play him a lot last year. He didn't want anybody to see what the hell he had. And well, I, I, what did I say when Sean was on our show several months ago when he came on, probably before free agency started, and we talk, he talked about Jameis, and everybody was like, oh, no, no, Taysom Hill. I said, man, on the show, I said, Max, I said, no. Jameis Winston's going to be the damn starter. I can read between the lines. That what read Sean between Payton the lines. Is saying. He's saying he likes us. We like him. We kind of know each other. And then if you go back and look at the little bit of play that Jameis did play in games last year, he was very effective when he came in. Jay, when we're going to have to do read between the lines in basketball season, too. You realize that? I like that. I like read where be- Key gets this information Read from. between the lines. Well, I get my information from my eyesight. Yes, mm. you do. I see things developing with a guy like Jameis Winston. When you, when you look at Sean Payton, and I, it, you know, there's a, there's a handful of guys in the league, Max, that are real quarterback fixers. Andy Reid is one of them. Sean Payton's another. All these other guys that they keep running around talking about as quarterback fixers. No, no, no. Sean Payton help discover Tony Romo, okay? He helped put that in play. Tony Romo turned out to be a pretty damn good NFL quarterback. Not by say. reputation, you're saying. There are two guys indeed yes. who, whose yeah. actions have Absolutely. shown you. But, but can I tell you one thing to add on to that key real quick? Though? Having that year, just learning under Drew Brees and learning the Absolutely. system yeah. and the patience, it helps immensely. Yeah. Right? It's not like James Swinson just came in from throwing 30 interceptions and said, here, figure out the system. Like, it was time involved in that. But he also played in the league for five years. Yes. So he's not – a scrub. He knows how to play professional football. Then you look at Sean Payton understanding when people, you know, Drew Brees got ran out of San Diego. 
they didn't like Drew Brees in San Diego. Right. Even though he got hurt. That's why they drafted uh, Phil Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. Or Eli Manning. Well, right, traded for Phil. But by the way, they Phil got Sean Merriman. They got Nate Kading. That was quite a deal. <laughs> and so when it was time to go get a quarterback, he said, I want Drew Brees. And Drew Brees turned into a yellow jacket. Yeah. So he knows what to do with him. He's not going to allow him. They ran a ball 39 times yesterday. They took a, 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 a page out of Bill Parcells. He took a page out of Bill Parcells' book, a guy who learned underneath Bill. So I, I think Jameis is going to do wonders in that division, and I know people look at it and go, well, Tom Brady's there. Yeah, but that's all I'm going to tell you. Drew Brees said on NBC last night, <laughs> it was funny, I guess this is what the Saints have been missing over the last couple seasons when it was breaking down Jameis's deep ball. Let's hear from Jameis Winston, who has uh, – well, let's just hear from Jameis Winston, who has a chance to do the same thing that Breeze did, help the city recover from a, from a, a storm, a hurricane. That was for the city. You know, so shout out to the city of New Orleans. You know, um, we did that for them. Uh, we knew how much it would, it would mean to, to get a great victory uh, for that reason. They've been through so much. Uh, and for us to be able to celebrate this victory with them, it's just hats off to them for their resilience, right, because they motivated us, they inspired us to come out there and ball. I'll just say this. Watching him last night, Key and Max, I was really happy for Jameis. Right? Key, you and I talk. You know, when people – you get that label like you just said. People want to throw you out of the league. They want to call you a bust. They want to say that you're a bum, all these different things. And I, I said it – never happened to me. I don't know about you all. <laughs> I, I've said it a couple of weeks on the show. I said this was a huge opportunity for Jameis. Not only did he ball out, but for him not to talk about how he balled out in that postgame presser, for him to talk about, mm. hey, we did this for the city – like, that's how you win people over. That's how you become a leader, and it's good to see him have that natural evolution as a leader of this team. Well, I think it, it also is a reflection of the organization in teaching, or not necessarily teaching, but a guy like that being around Drew Brees and Sean Payton and some of the guys that have been in New Orleans, and they've won a lot of games over the years in New Orleans, but also understanding that it's just not about trying to answer the critics. The critics are going to say what they're going to say. I mean, that's the reality of it. That as long as you're going out there and you're doing what you're doing, the stat line isn't great, okay, but it is because he got the W on the mm-hmm. end and he threw for five touchdowns, barely 150 yards, and people are like, oh, the numbers aren't that great. No, they did exactly what they wanted to do, which is play on a short field and allow him to put the ball in the end zone. The one thing that a quarterback job is for a team is to put his team in the end zone and score points. What's so interesting to me, week one, the, what we've been talking about branding with quarterbacks, especially who get outsized credit and blame when the team, you know, for what happens to you know with the team. Aaron Rodgers. Think about everyone's perception of this entire situation twenty four hours ago, and compare it to right now. Aaron Rodgers can do no wrong. The Packers have a real shot to win the Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera. The Saints, if only they had a quarterback. Yeah, Jameis looked good in the preseason, <laughs> but let's see. Twenty four hours passed, and it's like. Damn, what happened to Rodgers? And, oh, my God, Jameis has never looked better. It's amazing. It's with 24 hours. Yeah, it, 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 but that's the narrative that was set, right? Because Drew Brees leaves, Jameis is a basic throwaway. Tom Brady walks into Raymond James Stadium, and they win the Super Bowl. And it's like, see, if we only had this quarterback. But I've always said, and I'll continue to say it, I don't like coaches that don't want to get it fixed. I don't like coaches that want instant microwave. You are supposed to be a coach. Fix that problem. I understand Tom Brady's out there. Hell, I'll take Tom Brady too. But you had a quarterback that could potentially been your long-term solution as a franchise guy with talent, but he gave you such heartache and pain 
that you just said, you know what, I don't have long for this. I got to go get it done right now. So he went out there and got Brady, and guess what? You basically just handed the New Orleans Saints another 10 years in that division. I project as a guy who potentially we might see down the line talking MVP and all the other stuff, record-breaking type situation again. Hold on. before, But what key observation did Key miss, Jay? I had one for you because I was thinking about you last night because that's awkward. Yeah, Yeah, very awkward. Run that back. Yes. Hey, phrasing. Yeah, phrasing. I said I called myself out before you got there, Alan Yates. I beat you to it. Um, you know all this talk that we had earlier? Remember when that topic came up? I, I'll never forget. I was a couple of days ago. I was in my office, and everybody was all worried about Jamar Chase. <laughs> everybody was all, hey, he has not used so much. Whatever people, Evan, he has the dropsies. I'm not sure about him. So yesterday, gets targeted seven times, five catches, has a 50-yard Toss from Joe Burrow, Beautiful catches toss, a touchdown. So can we just stop with all the stuff about, like, Jamar Chase? And he, it was obviously open about the ball looked different. Yeah. I mean, just give a rookie a chance to figure it out for one second. But, damn, he looked good yesterday. By the way, I suggest people go back. And what day was it, Key, when you broke down and you, you likened it to also your time playing baseball as a kid, picking up the seams? I got, we got to find out the time and, and segment that we did that because that's worth listening to on the podcast, like going back and listening to – the break, 7.45 a.m. Friday. Listen to Key's breakdown about what Jamar Chase was experiencing as, you know, in preseason, adjusting to the new ball. I thought it was edifying. Um, I don't even know what that edifying. word is. You got yeah. you're too smart Illuminating. for your own good. Illuminating, you, you, yes. You're too smart for your own good, man. Mm. Give me your computer because be com- I got to pull that not up. Not to be confused with edible. <laughs> yeah, it was delicious. It was edifying. Delicious. What did a former Pittsburgh Steeler see from the uh, same old Browns? That's after Sports Center. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. That would be let's, me. Let's go to the – your Progressive Insurance? No, I'm Keyshawn. Oh, yes. Um, let's go to the Goodyear Hotline. Super Bowl champion, Ryan Clark. My man, Ryan, what would you see in the Cleveland-Kansas City game? What up, RC? I mean, I think you saw that Cleveland has improved slightly uh, defensively. The run game is obviously going to be absolutely phenomenal. And Baker Mayfield, I thought, played extremely well. He pushed the ball down the football field. He wasn't one of those guys you had to manage. And you go back to the last play, if you listen to what Tony Romo was saying during the broadcast, he thought that Baker Mayfield was trying to throw the football away. Obviously, Sorensen hits his foot. Um, It's short and it's picked off. But the Cleveland Browns, I think, come into the game and show you that they are a team that's going to contend. This is a team that took the Kansas City Chiefs to the fourth quarter last year, the divisional playoffs. And I think, you know, there's some belief that has to happen there, though. Every time you watch the Kansas City Chiefs, you feel like the Kansas City Chiefs and the team that they're playing think that the Kansas City Chiefs will eventually win every game. Mm, I think the Browns kind of started to feel that way, but um, it was a great game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes just made more plays in the end uh, than Baker Mayfield, but in that case, you know, Patrick Mahomes makes more plays than a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, but the Browns are going to be a team that's a playoff team, and we'll see in contention this year. I know you watched the Green Bay game yesterday. How concerned are you with Aaron Rodgers' performance, RC? I'm very concerned, Key, and not in the sense that I don't think Aaron Rodgers is great and that he'll rebound and he'll start to play better. But, like, when you watch Aaron Rodgers and that kind of, like, nonchalant, relaxed attitude – it's usually super cool because he also throws to 300 yards and three touchdowns. But when you see that after the offseason that they've had, after the, the concessions that the Green Bay Packers make, and also talking about this maybe being Aaron Rodgers last year 
in Green Bay. You expect a better performance. You expect a more inspiring performance. You expect more leadership. And we didn't see any of those things from Aaron Rodgers yesterday. And, you know, Key, man, you played in the league a long time, man. You're a Pro Bowl player. Shoot, super-duper high draft pick, obviously. Well, it's hard to get blown that. up. Hey, Key, Key, exactly. You can't go higher than one, bro. Like, Key, you think about this, though, dog. How often do you get beat by 35 points in the NFL? Yeah. Right? It's not college, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're not Clemson and South Carolina State. You're not Alabama and Mercer. Mercer, that doesn't happen. And so for your team to come out week one, knowing how important this season will be, and lay an egg the way that the Green Bay Packers is, that's extremely concerning. See, and here's what I contribute to that, and you tell me if I'm wrong, uh, R.C. So when you only have seven padded practices, hear me clearly, Mm -hmm. seven padded practices in training camp, none more than two hours, and you don't play any starters in the preseason, that is what you're going to get. No physicality whatsoever being pushed Mm -hmm. around by the New Orleans Saints. That was Green Bay this summer. They only had seven padded practices in none more than two hours. You can't start a season that way. Nah, you're absolutely right, Key. And you got to think about this, too. On top of not having a ton of padded practices, on top of short practices, you also don't have a team that plays many of its starters or its very good football players throughout the preseason. And so you're going to get a slow start. You're going to get a less aggressive start. But even with that, though, it's about the execution. Right. If, if you get physically pushed around, if there are some things that don't work for you from a physicality standpoint, stopping the run, being able to protect the passer, you expect some sort of execution, some sort of creativity from a play calling standpoint. And we also didn't see those things. So I think I think Coach LaFleur didn't come in with a great plan to have this team prepared after having an offseason like they had, but also he didn't come in with a great game plan or any type of strategic adjustment that helped the Green Bay Packers yesterday. And so if this team doesn't get back to work you know, this week and they don't figure out what they're going to be moving forward, this could be a season that really goes down the drain for a team that's been to the NFC Championship the last two years. RC, yesterday I was getting a lot of texts from Key because obviously I, I picked the Bills to be one of my you know, teams to get to the Super Bowl <laughs> this year and Josh Allen being a dark horse for MVP. But, man, they just got punished yesterday by the Steelers. Yeah. What did you see out of the Bills that you need to see for them to get back to the level they were last year moving forward? Jay, you know, you know think about when, 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 you played, when you played at Duke and, you know, going out and putting up 25 or putting up 30 was something you did regularly. You still had to go work on that. It seemed like the Bills remembered who Josh Allen was last year remember how good their team was last year obviously the one preseason game he plays in he's lights out and it felt like they almost said you know what Josh go out and just make plays let's let's kind of freestyle this let's not get into the play action game let's not make sure we find ways to make the Steelers get uncharacteristically eager defensively the Steelers barely pressured Josh Allen and they're a pressure team you know they rushed four people they dropped Mika Fitzpatrick down in underneath coverage. They use their players and use their their game plan to make Josh Allen play with pace. They didn't allow him to push the ball down the field. And a couple of times he tried, he was inaccurate. It seemed like a team that was resting on their laurels from last year. You got a $250 million quarterback. There was like, we're going to let this guy go out and win it. And so the thing that was alarming to me was that I felt like Dayball, uh, Coach Dayball, their offense coordinator, didn't come in this game with a plan to help his offense. 
And then when they couldn't move the ball or things weren't going well in the second half, I don't think they made good adjustments. Now, am I panicking on the Buffalo Bills? Hell no. They're very talented defensively. They got a guy who's not only a dark, ho- a dark horse for the MVP, but a guy who's probably going to end up being top five. But yesterday was not their finest day. And I'm going to attribute this more to the Pittsburgh Steelers also going out and winning this game than it was the Buffalo Bills losing it. The great Ryan Clark, ladies and gentlemen. RC, always great to talk to you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. As a matter of fact, well, you know, go ahead. Well, can we, can, we, can, we get, can we get like the lights fixed in the studio and get approved so you guys can have four people on set so I don't have to be in the same building with y'all and work from the bureau cam? I'm trying to hang out with my friends. That's it. Well, yeah, you we can work ha- on that. You could hang out with me on this just in uh, later on in the week, uh, RC. I, I hope to have you on that I, show as much as possible. That's see you this PM week, Eastern, brother. <laughs> That's Ryan Clark on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. A reunion between Cam and a former coach. An idea I thought maybe would work a couple months ago, but may not be as easy as it sounds. That's after Key has this from O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. They offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online at O'ReillyAuto.com and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. They'll even bring it to you curbside, or you can choose to have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Get your auto parts quickly with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com today. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. John J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance, with more than 30 unique coverage options available. Progressive knows small business. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Ryan Fitzpatrick left the Washington football team's loss to the Chargers with a hip injury. Uh Tyler Taylor Taylor Heineke did throw two touchdowns, but key, uh, should the Washington football team consider, should they consider, free agent by the name of Cam Newton, who'd have a reunion with Ron Rivera, if Fitz is out for, for a time. Man, I always felt like that they, for whatever reason, I always felt that Cam probably could go in to Washington a year ago, right? But I, I don't know why Coach Rivera is passing on him again for the second time. I think he came out after Cam got released and said he's no, there's no interest Mm-hmm. Um, at that point in time, so what does that I tell you? But what know. does that see to me, Jay? Yes. That see, 
that's a really good fit. I, I'm one of these people. I don't think Cam is done. I think Cam could well, have some real good it, football left in him. I don't think it's With about that. With that defense? That, but I don't think it's about Coach that. Coach he knows? So what is I it? I know. It, it, it's got to be something else because, like you just said, Max, great fit. Coach he knows. Good defense. What happened all when they went to the Super Bowl? You know, all of those sort of things. But you also got to gotta just think that they probably don't want to upset the apple cart when they got a young man like uh, Tyler Heineke. Did I say it right? Yeah. yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I always want to say I'm Heineke. Not, I'm not not hiring Cam Newton to help me get to the playoffs for Taylor Heineke. I'm not doing that. But, but Jay, <laughs> uh, is it, it – look, Cam had to go through pro- COVID protocols, right? Th- that, that might be some of Only the unvaccinated go through. Rivera's had health issues. Could be they it. don't have a high vaccinated – all that kind of stuff. What, what's your read? Sheer speculation. But, you know, I know a lot of coaches that don't like – players where a lot comes with the player and I think Cam kind of alluded to that when he did the interview with his dad you know first off he was talking about himself in third person but if you know Cam like that's fine that's Cam right but but he's like you know there's an aura when Cam comes in the building and a lot of people you know I'm not sure Bill Belichick wanted that to be around that presence for Mac Jones to always be looking over his shoulder and if you're if you're a guy like Ron Rivera, if you have history with a guy like him, you know what that aura brings. Maybe you, you know the playoffs every other year, and it takes you to the Super Bowl one year. What does it bring? But, but, it, but still, though, Max, it sucks. Like Jay is saying, it sucks so much oxygen uh-huh. out of the room that you don't want to deal, deal with, with it that. anymore. It's like, I had this for eight years. You're asking more I questions about came. Cam and what he's wearing instead about how what you want to hear what Cam, to win the damn game. Want to hear what Cam had to say? We'll play you the sound right now. I would be remiss if I didn't, you know, be a be honest. Did it catch me by surprise being released? Absolutely. Do I think this would have happened without me being away from the team for five days? Honestly. Honestly. Yes. It was gonna happen. It was gonna happen. Inevitably. Did it did it help ease the decision? Yes. Yeah. It sounds honest, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably gonna happen. But, it, it, you know, missing five days, it was easier to just switch, the, flip the switch and go, you know what, he's not here, Max is doing okay, I think we're more comfortable now, okay, go. You know, I got to say, I hear what you're saying about the oxygen out of the room, everything that comes with Cam. I don't think the shoulder is right yet. Just the way he's throwing the ball, I don't think it's all the way right yet. Um, Cam, when last seen on a field, when he was healthy, knew the system and everything, was 6-2 and two and had the best passer rating of his career up around 70%. You know, at that time, under North Turner. Yeah, mm-hmm. under yeah. North Turner was his OC. So, given what he did last year, which is inconsistent, but they won two plays away from winning nine games. Given the fact that Belichick actually seemed to like him and everything, I was surprised by the way it went down. But I am more surprised, if it's not a vaccine-related issue, that Ron Rivera, who went to a Super Bowl with this dude and has a team that otherwise looks ready, I, I can't believe it's about Heineke. I can't believe that they think Fitzpatrick gives them a better chance to win. Maybe they actually do. It's odd to me if it's not off-the-field related. But it might be. I don't think that it's, it's off-the-field related. It's just, again, like Cam said, a lot comes with Cam Newton. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And maybe Coach Revere is exhausted from dealing with that. Um but you just never know, man. He didn't shut the door on it. He just said yeah. they wasn't interested. They got quarterbacks. But you just don't know, much like you're saying, now maybe they're really diving into it and taking a look at it and kicking the tires. If Washington had Cam, who would you pick out of the NFC East? I might still I'll still take Dallas. Da- I would still take Dallas. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Damn, Max. That's what I'm saying. See, if they had Cam, 
That's what I'm it's saying. A, it's a, a flip of the coin for me at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's a flip. Of, yeah. yeah. It's a flip for me. There are not that many seasons as a coach even in your career. We think that these dudes but, go on forever. But what I would say, though, Max, is I agree with Coach Rivera when he was on our show several months ago and he talked about the recipe for success in order to get to the Super Bowl. I agree with that, that you don't have to have Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl if you got certain things in place. And he believed that Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I don't believe, was the right piece at quarterback for them. I I agree with him. You don't have to have a top-notch quarterback. You just need a guy to manage the situation. Teddy Bridgewater. Dog of a defense. Teddy Bridgewater. You know, but I'll tell you yeah. something. When they went to Teddy Bridgewater off of Cam, performance – Cam brought a lot to the table, just not in a traditional quarterback way, yeah. but as a winning football oh, player. I agree with that. Yeah, I mess with Cam all day long. I don't have any issues with him at all. I just think that certain coaches feel a certain way about the style in which they want to play, and he won't allow you to play that style. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is brought to you by Mako with Mako and their magic. Your car is no longer tragic. If life throws you uh-ohs, just say, better get Mako. And head to Mako.com to get an online estimate today. Um, I'm looking at the NFC East, my hapless Giants. I, I mean, like, we only have about, we only have about mm, 30 seconds or a minute here, but we all, all, I can say, all I can say is, I see Seattle. They, they traded for that guard with a fifth-round pick. Mm-hmm. He's, he's doing great. Like, how hard is it to put an offensive line together? This dude, Apparently Gettleman, got very, the job four difficult. years, of th- four seasons ago. He said he's going to fix the offensive line. It doesn't take this long. Well, you just need, you, you need Daniel Jones to not have the drop season anymore, not fumble the ball, not turn the ball nice over. nice to, to block for Saquon, too. You know, if you're getting contacted in the backfield, it's called a sack. I hate to tell you, it's not a tackle. It's a sack. Running backs getting sacked. They got no running game. All right. One quarterback uh, continues to fight on with his new team, and, and uh, oh, boy, did this uh, first win feel good. Oh, we have another minute? I feel like <laughs> – did you ever see the old Dana Carvey routine on Saturday Night Live when he's doing uh, George Bush, George H.W. Bush, uh-huh. and he'd be like a uh, thousand points of light. He'd be running – there's plenty – well, I don't, I don't have time to get into that now. No, no, there's plenty of time, sir. You have another minute. <laughs> I feel like Dana Carvey in the George Bush sketch. We're, sketch, right? we're doing just fine. We're doing good. I mean, like, how much can I complain about the Giants? You're in preschool right now, man. You're all right. How, mu- You'll how, get much, there. how much can I complain <laughs> about the Giants in one segment? Because I could complain plenty more coming up. We, we talked about the NFC East. You guys are high on the Dallas Cowboys, but now there's only 20 seconds, so there's no time to get into that. I'm not as high on the Cowboys as you guys. What about watching the football team? is just doing fine. I'm just vamping now. This is called vamping and just not talking. All right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, and we're going to be heading – to ESPN News on television, not from here to ESPN News, so go check us out over there. Be back in a minute. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C 
ebikes.com.